0: Hello, and welcome to episode four of Trash Talk Every Frame a Dumpster Fire. Uh, Today we are going to be covering the fantastic movie Battleship. I'm TK, the creator of all things trash, including this podcast. And I'm
1: I'm Eric, your suffering co-podcaster.
0: Yes, suffering. Sure.
1: That seems to be the theme of today's movie. Battleship. Came out in 2012. I remember yeah. all of the advertisements for it. All the people talking about this movie were like, are they going to make a, make a movie out of every board game there is?
0: Still, I want a Monopoly movie.
1: I, I want a Snakes and Ladders one. Like a <laughs> horror themed Snakes and Ladders, yeah. sort of like a Saw style or the Cube style, like, you know, puzzle. I, that's what I was saying is the Cube. Yeah. Um... <laughs> How well did they adapt the board game, in your opinion?
0: I think I don't have a metric by which, like, you can look at movie adaptations and say, like, certain movies did it very poorly. Certain movies, some that come to mind are maybe the Harry Potter series or the Lord of the Rings, did it quite well. You can make the same argument with uh, video game adaptations, Mm. obviously coming up later in our schedule. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> what a, very, a trip that is! A very yeah. weird and messed up adaptation. It's
1: creative as all heck, and you know, with something like Battleship, you don't exactly have much source material to draw from. It wasn't dreamed up by, you know, the original Super Mario Brothers. Dreamed up by you know, a, you know, Japanese game developers who used a bunch of mushrooms, and you can it's, sort of delve the depths of that to to come up battleship. with whatever colorful approach you want. But Battleship, it's like. You know, a 1950s board game with no real story unless you read the manual or whatever. So, of course, the movie brings in aliens and and you know an Armageddon style romance between the characters. So you're you're you know you're gunning for them to to get together and succeed because of that. It it feels like Michael Bay light this movie. Like it yeah. wants all the action and spectacle. Bit of Transformers. Bit of Transformers. Bit of Pearl Harbor. A uh, bit of Armageddon in there. That's that's sort of what it feels like. It feels like Diet Michael Bay.
0: So, sort of related to that, I was going to ask, I was trying to think about this. Does the fact that it's called Battleship and they take most of the movie to get to the part where it's at all similar to the board game... And it lasts
1: for all of ten minutes, yeah.
0: Would you consider that, like, if this is Diet Michael Bay, would you consider that an instance of Diet Chekhov's gun? (laughs) Because you know it has to have Battleship in at some point, but you don't know when or how.
1: It's a bit of a mislead to to call it Battleship. There's a point in the movie where they have to, you know, have to fire at the aliens when their, like, communication systems are down, and they use these buoys, these tsunami buoys, to track the location of the alien ships in the water. And uh, and it brings up the grid, and it's supposed to be this, oh, I recognize this, this is Battleship, I played yeah. this when I was a kid type type moment, but it feels so... It, it could fit into any other movie. Like it, it doesn't. This doesn't need to be called Battleship. It might as well be called like you know Alien Invasion or, or some other like yeah. you know B movie title
0: War of the Worlds Wet
1: yeah yeah that, that would have been just as appropriate. You know I I was ex- I was expecting this movie to be a lot more um like self aware and kitschy and sort of have a good sense of humor because it seems to start off that way like our two yeah. romantic leads meet in the bar you know um we start off with you know the older brother and the younger brother the younger brother's the star the older brother's in the navy you know he's the more responsible one the younger brother is sort of scrappy and uh and doesn't fully have his life together uh but you know he was he's he's, he's a romantic at heart so he meets this girl at the bar she wants a chicken burrito she really wants, she wants a burrito. chicken burrito I don't know this, why. this is this is the why. biggest I'm plot device in this movie is a chicken a burrito
0: microwave bar chicken burrito Dude, is so important when you're to her. drunk
1: at 2am everything suddenly tastes amazing I don't even think she amazing. was drunk
0: though she seems she's completely at a bar at 2 sober a. I mean she walks maybe. in she like did she like okay maybe she's drunk does that mean she got drunk before going to the bar and then went to the bar, bar helping, for the burrito I, this town this, this
1: bar has the best microwaved store bought burritos in town TK. And then
0: also the bartender just doesn't he just won't make it
1: Kitchen's closed as he slams the microwave Why? shut.
0: Your whole job is to sell people things to make money for the bar. Maybe
1: he gets a, off on being withholding. You have
0: to, you have to, uh, it made no sense.
1: No, no it didn't and it was great. So what he does is uh, what our protagonist does. Oh god, I don't even remember his name. Um,
0: <laughs> Me neither.
1: Tex Hopper? Or is that the actor's name? He's the least smooth man in existence. He ends yep. up going into a liquor store, breaking into a liquor store at 2am to get a burrito. And the scene is great. It's, you know, he climbs onto the roof. The Pink Panther theme is playing. Um, he ends up falling through the roof, breaking all the merchandise. When he gets the burrito and leaves again, he falls back into it. You know, I got a, that's my favorite scene in the movie. Cause you know, we're, we're seeing it shot from like the security camera perspective. And you know, he's just the clumsiest, yeah. least smooth man in existence
0: name i think was alex hopper alex hopper played by taylor Kitsch.
1: the hopper brothers that's right
0: um yeah i
1: this goes to how forgettable so much of this is <laughs> this... that's that's the best scene in the whole movie and it comes 10 minutes in it's great i i thought that would sort of lead this movie to like not taking itself too seriously it's called battleship for god's <laughs> sake um but it takes itself deadly seriously and there's really not much of a nod and a wink to the camera, you know?
0: Nope. Um I I did Yeah, I don't fully under again, it it's a battleship. You shouldn't expect it to make much sense. <laughs> but it didn't I don't it didn't make much sense how he got from like they made it somewhat obvious that he probably should be getting arrested. Like the police were there for breaking and entering on the on the. <laughs> they have
1: drawn weapons on him as he's running back to the bar to, like, to give her the chicken burrito. They taste him a couple times, yes.
0: And then somehow, no that, charges. I guess no charge. That leads to him joining the navy, <laughs> and yeah. also dating Burrito Girl.
1: Yep. Yep. We get like a flash forward two years. They're they're and, dating. He's in the Navy.
0: And that's when we find out that in he's Navy. in the Navy and his commanding officer is
1: her father. Her
0: father, played by Leon Neeson.
1: Yes, Neeson. Liam
0: Neeson, the least approving Who father of all time. He doesn't jump
1: over any fences in this movie, which no. is a serious knock against it.
0: He not do anything in this movie. No, talk, really. except
1: be just an intimidating authority figure.
0: Hey. He he does great.
1: Yeah. Oh, him, of course, him he's wonderful. Highlights
0: of this movie were kind of him and Rihanna. Yes,
1: Rihanna was lovely in this.
0: I feel a little bad because she's been in other movies before this that apparently she did real, real well in. Like, she actually has some decent acting chops. And then this. A lot of singers seem to have for... some
1: serious acting chops. It's you got, the... like, David Bowie back in the 70s and 80s. He was Nikola Tesla in The Prestige. Uh, Lady Gaga is phenomenal. Um, Yeah, Rihanna does a great job But again, no one in this movie has really any chance to (laughs) flex any acting muscle It's all just, you know, action spectacle
0: I mean, I'm all for her just being in this movie and just being a badass Like, that's, I'm completely okay with that But it's a little, it's a little wasted talent, you know Sure But yeah, basically, we find out he's in the Navy now Uh, We're in the middle of, of Fleet Week not fleet week there's That's there's a it's,
1: gathering of i forget the name of i forget the acronym but it's this collection of uh navy forces from across the globe it's yeah, this
0: I'll, it's the you know it's, it's, it's a real thing yeah yeah um the the nato joint training or whatever where they go and do nato naval exercises all a bunch of the different uh, ships from there are NATO.
1: American ships there, Japanese ships. There's some conflict in like a soccer game between the American and the Japanese team. This flushes out Alex Hopper a little more as being like competitive and and sort of brash and not willing to think things through. You know, the movie spells it out. He's 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 stubborn, and that's like the defining character trait. And that sort of sets up his his arc for the movie and in an in, in inelegant way, but you know it's it works well enough. This, the, the movie knows how movies are supposed to go, and it follow those, those 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 beats. You know, we have to have challenges that our heroes overcome, and they do that by gum. It's just so <laughs> forgettable.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically.
1: But yeah, Cause... at this point when they're you know, let's call it Fleet Week, uh, when they're participating in Fleet Week. Um, the aliens. Cr- well, the movie starts off with the scientists, the sort of Roland Emmerich scientists, oh, prophesizing doom, kind of thing. The aliens um, are coming. The aliens they they are coming. they end up sending you know signals into the dead of space where they find a very Earth-like planet that could support life. Always and, a good uh, idea. They set that up at the beginning of the movie. Forty minutes later, it's like we got a signal back, and they're coming. Yeah. And they end up. The aliens are coming. Yep. They end up crashing into Earth and uh, now the aliens have to set up uh use yes. Hawaii. Hawaii which which is where the satellite relay is to beam into deep space and the aliens are now trying to get to those relays and uh, phone home and get reinforcements and the only people who can stop them are our plucky protagonists
0: <laughs> so part of this is around the time that the aliens are arriving so all, all a large majority of the naval fleets that are there for Fleet Week are on their way out to do some exercises and then they, the government realizes these aliens are coming and they're going to land in the ocean near Hawaii so what happens is they recall the majority of the fleet based off of this suspicion that the aliens are going to land here so most of the fleet turns around and heads back towards mainland Towards the Big Island, I'm assuming. Though mm-hmm. so I thought this. Sh- eh.
1: Don't get bogged down in the details; um, she'll go mad.
0: So, and that results in in the our protagonist, his one ship, which is not a battleship. I'd like to make that clear. He does not. He does You're not right. operate a battleship. In fact, he's not. He's not even in charge of the ship. Yeah. There is a captain and a commanding off. He is like. Second or third in command? He's in command of the people down...
1: Lieutenant, I believe.
0: Yeah, he is in command of of the people in the bowels of the ship that run the missile systems, essentially. And happens to be, I think, second in command. Spoiler, if the captain were to die, he would be in charge. (laughs) Or if the captain and the...
1: Captain and the uh, commanding officer. Yeah, the
0: XO were to die, he's third on the rung or whatever. How... He went from arrested to third on the wrong on this ship in two years while still also supposedly being a giant screw up. I don't know. But he managed it. Good for him. Good for him. Um, and that's where he ends up. Um, so he's on this ship. There's an accompanying Japanese ship of of similar size and role that continue out the rest or were there two there were two Japanese ships, I believe. So there's these three ships are the only three that continue out for some reason. Why? The rest of the fleet gets recalled, but just these three ships The details are, are there. It's just... Um, and they're out there when the aliens land. The aliens land, and then the aliens put up a big bubble. Yes. They put up a big Springfield from the Simpsons movie bubble. Yeah. That encompasses one of the Hawaiian islands... It's not clear to me which one because it, it it it's not the big it's not the big island, it's not the island of Hawaii because that's where the fleet was returning to when they got trapped the rest of the fleet I got I think trapped. it's Oahu. But I but the shit again later in the movie they commandeered the museum ship that that is not on Oahu. It, it shouldn't be there. I don't think. I, I don't it. know. But <laughs> Yeah, so this bubble comes down... This is is what this
1: movie does to you, (laughs) okay? You you try and pay attention and note what's happening, but it just overwhelms you. Like, the schlock just drowns out all, all rational parts of your brain. It's not a horrible experience, but I have lost several brain cells I will never get back.
0: Yeah, I... It doesn't make any sense, but sure. They, so
1: It's fine. Just go with it.
0: They get trapped inside this bubble. They try to fight the aliens. One of their ships gets sunk in the process. And they sunk their One, battleship. If they, it wasn't a battleship. Still not a battleship. There still isn't. We don't get to actually see them use a battleship till later. And there are so many questions about that as well. <laughs> we i yeah the problem with this movie is that it's the problem with so many action movie bad action movies is when you take away what makes them good like if it's if it's a good action movie with a bunch of shit that doesn't make sense you don't think about the shit that doesn't make sense because exactly. you're having fun yeah. if it's a weird movie that doesn't make any sense and you're not really having any fun all you have to think about is that it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah, yeah. so you know all the problems with the whole commandeering
1: which is exactly why i say diet My- michael bay like those movies a lot of michael bay's movies are kind of a guilty pleasure for me yeah there's some there's a lot of weirdness in those movies and it's actually very endearing like a lot of the dialogue is weird the characters are like weird caricatures of action movie tropes michael bay has some really weird writing when it comes to like racial minorities which is bizarre Um, just a bunch of weird details, like, and the, the plots in those movies are so bloody bonkers. The romance plots (laughs) in like Pearl Harbor are just so overwrought and the love triangle there is just so insane, but it helps the movie out because it's just, just weird and bonkers. And the action is filmed so well. Um, Bay does such a good combination of like practical and CGI effects. Like it's integrated so well. It made me really appreciate that because the action in Battleship is not well in- integrated. It doesn't feel like the actors are, are a part of that, that spectacle. Like, all the big CGI scenes don't have, like, people in them.
0: Not really, no. You know,
1: you, you get the repeated scene of, like, the aliens arming their, um like, gyro spikes. Yeah. There, there are a couple of repeated scenes of, of, of that where it's just, like,
0: you know. And then you get a gyro spike tearing through a bunch of military...
1: Which is cool enough, but it but, just feels so disconnected um, from reality. The only reality. Time we
0: really get some interaction between CG... Well, I guess it didn't necessarily have to be full CG. They could have been practical, but when you actually get... so,
1: There's some good stuff with the ships.
0: There's there's some good stuff with the ships. Okay, so to sh- try and go back... I, I mean, uh, people who are listening to this should have seen the movie, unfortunately. No, never. But... <laughs> yeah, so one of the Japanese ships gets destroyed. The American ship gets damaged, but not destroyed, but that kills the captain and his exo, leaving the protect our protagonist in charge. He has a small existential crisis deciding whether or not to literally ram his ship into <laughs> the aliens because he doesn't know how else to fight them. That that
1: was good. I actually really liked that. Um,
0: decides not to whatever. Um, later on, on and i don't even remember how exactly this came about because this movie is all blenderized in my brain but (laughs) they end up with one of the aliens like an actual single bipedal alien on their ship yeah yeah and and they end up fighting it and that's the only time you really get any kind of interaction between humans and aliens in one sort of camera shot is during that fight.
1: Through that, we learn a bit about the aliens, their their morphology, what their weakness might be. They're they're a lot like lizards, yes. you know. Their eyes are very sensitive to sunlight, um, but they are very like human-like in uh, otherwise. It's not a particularly memorable alien design. It's just like, you know, fairly human-esque face, but without like yeah. facial hair or like defining
0: features their whole like exoskeletal armor system
1: not a particularly good or memorable design
0: it just kind of felt like discount doom yes honestly yeah a little bit they have like,
1: like weird puffer fish um quills on their on their chins
0: yeah i don't know it was weird it was not great but <laughs> and the
1: movie knows it and i don't think it's really trying to pretend to be anything else other than just like you know <laughs> schlock because a lot of the lines in the movie are very cheesy and hammy. They they do that, you know. Um, they, they they do that like self censor cutoff where it's like, "Get ready for this, mother." And then they do like the yeah, the, it's, the cannon it, explosion. It's,
0: excuse me. It's Mahalo, mother.
1: There we and go. They, Thank you.
0: And they cut to the cannon. I was that. See, I was going to bring that up because that's like the only good thing that came out of the whole. World. <laughs> There's an alien on our ship. We need to fight them. Was and
1: then like the ACDC music immediately cuts in as soon as that line comes in. It's great.
0: Was, was Rihanna getting to deliver that line? I wish, I wish they let her actually finish the line, like.
1: <laughs> oh, this movie has to be PG-13. This has to be something that you can bring your your kids to.
0: This fe- this feels like a 12 uh, a year, yeah, maybe if you're 12, you might like this movie. This you movie... You're not going to think about it too much. Exactly, it's, it's meant for like,
1: you know, parents in their 30s, 40s, bringing their 12 to 15 year old, you know, kids to. That's that's the sense that I got. I I would have loved this as a teenager. I freaking loved like movies like Pearl Harbor and Transformers when I was that age. So probably would have loved this too.
0: I think that brings me to talking about Rihanna. I think that I mean the rest of the movie happens. Whatever eh. they figure out that the, the the aliens don't like sunlight. They do some weird drift shit with a ship <laughs> or or well. They hide around a corner and then use sniper rifles to break the windscreen on the alien ship to blind them.
1: Timing it with the sunrise over the island, yeah.
0: Yeah, that... uh, That's fun enough. Eventually their ship gets destroyed, so they have to commandeer a battleship. They commandeer a World War II-era battleship that has been a museum piece.
1: I thought of Battlestar Galactica.
0: Yeah, only... See... Battlestar Galactica, though it makes sense because it makes a lot of the sense. ship, yep. like the Battlestar Galactica, was in the process of being I mean, turned decommissioned. decommissioned. Yeah. It hasn't been de- decommissioned for many years, like for but it's way
1: out of date by this point. Yeah, it is a bit different, which, but...
0: which ends up being good. But it, at least it makes sense mm. that the ship is still operational because it hadn't been fully decommissioned yet. Mm. Versus in this movie, the ship has been decommissioned. It's a museum years, piece. And, yeah, and if you like yeah i talked to I talked to our friend Dan about this, and he pointed out that like one of the conditions that the military made with the society that wanted to make this into a museum was the requirement that all of the piping that got steam from the boilers to the engines be removed. Ah, so you literally can't run the steam engine, yeah, yeah, let alone what they did to all the cannons, <laughs> let alone why why there was actual. Period munitions on this ship, ready to go.
1: But dude, you need your in true Michael Bay fashion, diet Michael Bay fashion. You need your patriotism um, hard on flying at some point in this movie.
0: I mean, it was it, logic aside, it was kind of it was kind of cool, kind of satisfying to see all the vets, like all the
1: World War II vets, yeah,
0: that should have been way older. Many
1: of whom could absolutely not act in the slightest, but it was and also good in the context of the film.
0: They were all all of the actors who played the World War Two vets looked more like the age Vietnam. of, like, Vietnam or Korea yeah. vets than, than... Oh, they
1: they should have been way more desiccated. They should way, have been, like...
0: like... By 2012, World War Two vets were pretty old. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we're almost completely run out.
0: Unfortunately. At this point, but, yep. Yeah. Age happens. Yeah. The... I got completely sidetracked from my original point. Just trying to summarize. So they You're still recovering from watching go, this movie. They go fight the aliens. That kind of works, and then and then it ends up ending the 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 the. the... They blow up that ship, and then also blow up the antenna that the aliens are trying to use to phone home, whatever. And then he ma- and then he marries he marries the girl or whatever, and and Leon Nissan he gets the respect doesn't...
1: of Liam Neeson himself.
0: It, yeah. Um, the point I was trying to get with that was there's like two characters that I actually quite liked in this movie. Um, I again I wish she got more to work with, but Rihanna was great. Mm-hmm. Her character was great. I'm perfectly hundred percent in for just seeing Rihanna be a badass the whole time. Yeah. And the so the side story to all of the battleship stuff is the protagonist's girlfriend, Burrito Girl. I don't, I'm just going to call her Burrito Girl. I don't remember her name. It's
1: her defining character trait. She wants He burritos. is a
0: a I guess, a physiotherapist working with- Army vets, yeah. Army vets, specifically in this case, working with a large black man who has had, if I remember right, one of his legs amputated, both. or was it both? Yeah. And he's just a cranky old dude. Well, he's not that old, but he's just a cranky dude, as one might be if one was missing both their legs.
1: He feels that like his imagine. life really doesn't have much meaning or purpose at this point, and he gets thrown into this this crisis when they're, you know, climbing a mountain in Hawaii as yeah, their physical. She convinces therapy.
0: him. Well, let's go for let's go for this hike. Trying to pull the like, well, you know, if you can't convince them to try harder by being nice, convince them to try harder by pissing them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which, I guess, kind of works. And then the whole crisis happens. He goes back into military mode, essentially. And and a thing that I really like in almost anything, whether it's Battlestar Galactica, or it's Star Trek, or it's Stargate, you, you get a lot in sci-fi. But I oh, yeah, like... Yeah. In the same way that in the same way that a lot of like you said michael bay movies really have a uh america is better than the rest sort of patriotic hard on you have to prove i like that but just for earth in general mm-hmm. i like moments or series or the human situations species as a whole where, where the yeah human species through its own unique ways and i think that stargate specifically in the movie and more so in the tv series does a really good job of of having the human race succeed over very daunting odds and very daunting enemies who have better technology and whatever through their own unique ingenuity and um and grit and 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 persistence and also morality and whatever mm. you get a tiny tiny fraction of that with him just like taking taking on some aliens in like a a football line style yeah match. And like going through and sort of saving the day that way, and for that I liked that character.
1: But oh, he was he was phenomenal. Like it's this, you know, he's a sort of jaded army vet who, uh, who feels that yeah, his life doesn't have purpose. What's the point of doing this physical therapy? I lost my legs. What's the point to life? And he sort of rediscovers, um, um, his his purpose and yeah, his no. role. And it's it's it's, it's a good, good
0: version, forcing him to go back into service essentially. Yeah. He rediscovers his own strength. Now see, if they had made that the focus of the movie and done it well, this could have been such a different movie. Well that would have
1: been more of a character piece. That would distract too much from uh, From Battleship. From from Battleship, goddammit.
0: It's like I... you
1: don't remember the title of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that... it's not about Lieutenant Dan. It's about it's about battleships and aliens.
0: Sure. I've
1: <laughs> but yeah that was that was good um and you sort of get that too with the sort of companion the um yeah the companionship and uh learning to trust and respect each other between the american and the japanese For officers sure. um that's the sort of focal point with uh alex hopper um but yeah it's it's all just set dressing it, you know it doesn't really amount to anything particularly memorable or or, or engaging. Um you know, it's it, it just feels very it's a functional script, but it feels very bland and by the numbers, you know. It doesn't have the the insanity that you'd 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 want from from a spectacle this big, you know. And it doesn't have the heart that you'd want from something a little more uh a little better made.
0: The one thing I wanted to see. The thing that, that struck me with this is how much money did they spend on this movie?
1: Oh, oh, well over a hundred million.
0: Because it's it it's,
1: I yeah I want to know the budget. I want to know what it, it made is back.
0: A... Um. Google says. So they did make a profit in theory.
1: Mm. Yeah, for profits and movies, it usually the rule of thumb is usually double what the budget was to account for like marketing and other expenses. Then
0: they didn't make a profit. Yeah. If you're looking for double, the the final budget, it started out at 150 million and then I think got expanded to 200 million
1: for and, wow.
0: And then um at box office it made 303 million. Okay.
1: Probably not the returns they wanted, but wow. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, where did all the money go? Probably in like the special effects, the CG. Liam Neeson.
0: <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah, there's you some really to... good
1: stuff with the warships.
0: I'm guessing. I'm guessing they had to pay Liam Neeson and Rihanna. I'm sure a decent penny to be in this movie. Imagine so. I hope that Rihanna got paid a decent. I hope <laughs> they both did because they're both better than this.
1: <laughs> they're they're having fun. Like we...
0: I hope they did. You, I you hope do, they had fun. You, you do
1: a movie like this to pay the bills. You can yeah. have some fun.
0: But. I don't think either of them need to pay the bills, to be honest. Uh, I mean, my my biggest concern or my biggest thought with this and and maybe I'm getting other movies out of order. Liam Neeson is fine cuz he's been doing movies long enough I'm, that we know he neither of them thought is. that this
1: was their big break, I'm sure.
0: No. I just yeah. I hope that this didn't have any kind of negative impact on Rihanna's career as a movie star. I I don't think so. Cause yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much else to say. This was a pretty, pretty <laughs> basic movie.
1: It's absolutely. I mean, diet Michael Bay, man. I I just I just felt like watching Pearl Harbor again after this. As not great as that movie is, it's uh, it's 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 at least the real thing. It's it's the yeah. uh, pure Colombian cane sugar. Compared to the Aspartame that is Battleship.
0: Yeah. So, I guess with that, we're going to call it on this one. This one's a little bit shorter than normal. We're just on the half hour mark. Oh,
1: what rating would you give Battleship?
0: Oh, how many sheen beans? Indeed. Like, like four and a half.
1: I'd probably give it a three. It's a bit below average.
0: Yeah, it doesn't quite break, break, yeah, four and a half.
1: It's not offensively bad, but... Made me want to watch just about anything else.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that that's that. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. We will be back in fourteen days. This one will be coming out on January first. So the next one will be on January fourteenth, and for that, we will be covering a world according to Garp, a very, very different and much more. It's about as deep, different
1: a movie as you can get.
0: <laughs> much much more deep movie for yeah. sure. So yeah, we'll see you next time.